Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. Hey, so the Lord wanted to do something a little different. Periodically, he wants me to have some interviews with some folks that are serving in creative ways by God's mighty power. And today I have Victor Sassano, who is a podcaster. He has two podcasts. One is Lightning Bolts and Leather Jackets, and the other is Voltage, the audio drama. And we're going to talk mostly about Voltage, but we'll also talk about how you can uh, listen to both of Victor's podcasts later in the episode. But first, I just want to welcome you. Welcome, Victor. How are you? Good, Patty. How are you doing? I'm good. You are a podcaster that both teaches and also has audio drama in Voltage. So tell us about Voltage and what is it and why did you create it? So Voltage is a story about three friends who get superpowers and they decide to use them to help the world. But I I wanted to make them kind of get a story that was more symbolic with Christianity, but I wanted to be a little less obvious than C.S. Lewis. He's my favorite writer of all time. I love C.S. Lewis. Um, But I was trying to go with a little bit less overt imagery uh, than him, but I wanted to make it more obvious than Tolkien, who is also one of my favorite authors. He's but he's a little bit more subtle. And so I kind of want to drive a wedge in the middle there, be obvious enough that people know what you're talking about, or at least they can see that something's different about the characters, about the story, and they can research about what that means, but you don't feel like it's getting shoved down your throat. So I started this story when I was really young. I wrote it for a little while, and I just kind of let it sit for several years. And then when I was in high school, I took it up again, and I started writing it again. And it just became this kind of like Frankensteinian thing after I've edited it for over 10 years after that, back and forth and gone over and started over again. I wanted it to be a book. And so I, I went process of making it a novel and I sent it to a couple of publishers and they weren't very interested in it. And so I just kept refining it and stuff like that. And then when the pandemic hit, my wife and I, before we got married, we had been serving in kids ministry in our different churches and we got married and we were still serving in the kids ministry. And my dad, who's the pastor, asked if we would do videos online for the kids. And so we started doing that and I made the theme song and I had sound effects and all these other things. And that was really fun. And then after a couple months in, I also started doing lightning bolts and other jackets because I wanted to talk about Christianity and social issues and, and the church and things like that. And in the middle of doing both of those things, it kind of mixed together. And I took the music that I was doing and the storytelling that I was doing for the kids ministry and the podcast that I was doing for Lightning Bulls and Leather Jackets. And I thought maybe I could make Voltage an audio drama. And so I just started doing it that way. The fun thing about Voltage is that you're doing all of the characters. Yeah, my family <laughs> got me from my birthday, a soundboard. I can put different sound effects in there and I can also alter my voice. So I can sound like a female, I can sound like a big dude a little dude an old person and I can do whatever and then I also bought this app called WavePad for like 10 bucks on my iPhone and I, I can further alter the voices and the sounds to make the character sound a little more distinct from each other so you're definitely having fun with this right oh yeah it's very fun for me it, I mean it's a little bit of work and effort but it, to see the culmination of something that burned in my spirit for a very long time and something that as I've written it the Holy Spirit has used to minister even just to me as I've been writing it has been really great talk more about that because the Holy Spirit yeah because, you know, one of the reasons that I think the Lord is having me have conversations with people like you is that there will be a future book that he's having me write, how the Lord communicates. There's so many avenues, and he is a creative God. He is the creator God, and he's fun. There's a lot of joy in the Lord. So speak to me about how you receive the story and how you feel the Holy Spirit on it when you do it. Yeah, so uh, honestly, the original inspiration came from a show back in the late 90s, early 2000s called Static 
shock and it's about this kid who's in i think it's, he's this kid who got electrical superpowers and i thought that was so cool you know and it was i love lightning it was just it was interesting the way that they did the story but he didn't really know how to use his superpowers very well and that was part of him growing in the in the show and i just thought that if i had superpowers like lightning i would write i would do this and this and so i just started writing a story about it it comes from being raised in a house we love superheroes and i mean superman's my favorite i'm wearing the superman hat and i talk about that stuff in my other podcast i definitely have a hero complex i want to save people i want to i want to help them to the best of my ability whether that's to meet jesus or to save them from a building or it doesn't matter it's all built into my desire to help people and that comes from two things i think it mainly comes from god who created everybody and, and who has seen humanity be lost and wants to help them and has taken the ultimate step to help them through sacrifice of his son jesus and rising again but it also is constantly battled by my imperfect flesh which sometimes makes it about about myself and my need to help people because i need to feel like i have purpose and part of that is hopefully my purpose but it always has to go back to jesus and and giving him the glory and making sure that it's all for his kingdom and once i align myself up with that then it becomes easier for me to live that out and easier for me to put that on paper or through the microphone when i'm talking about voltage is this making sense I yeah I feel like it is. and actually hand. one of the reasons that you and i connected in the first place is that the information that you had about your podcast and even the mention of superheroes resonated with me because the lord speaks to me in superhero metaphors all the time and i wanted to share one quick thing that i got from the lord because you and i both like superman i wanted to share something that the lord gave me about superman and then we're going to I'm going to ask you more questions about voltage again. But so here's what he had to say. I was pondering Romans 13, 14 and asked the Lord to help me understand it. The verse says, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord said, I am God almighty. You cannot borrow my might. You can't muster any strength without me. All you can do is put on my strength like a garment and allow me to be your strength. Allow my strength to flow through you as a willing vessel. Then he said, consider Superman. To the naked eye, Clark Kent was an average, awkward man. He drew no special attention when he walked down the street. He was like every other ordinary person on the planet. No one knew that he was a prince from an otherworldly kingdom or that he had superhuman powers. But when those powers were needed, Clark stripped off his regular clothes to reveal that he was really covered with a superhero garment. There was a special place where Clark learned wisdom from his father, and he spent much time there preparing for the responsibility of using his powers for doing good and combating evil. That's what you were just saying you wanted to do, Victor. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it always is. <laughs> when Clark wore the clothes of his true nature, he displayed superhuman strength and abilities to the world, and when evil was afoot, he knew exactly what to do. He performed miracles that blessed many people. Then Jesus, your superhero clothes are already there underneath the surface that's like your heart mm-hmm. dwelling holy spirit let the world see them and i will do miraculous things through you and then i was like wow god i mean we really are exactly like clark kent and superman aren't we aren't we and he said uh yeah 
And then he went on to show me two more verses, which I'm not going to take right now. Um, Ephesians 4, 22 to 24, that talks about putting on the new self, mm-hmm. new, the new wine. It talks about you are a new creation and you do not need to live powerlessly, basically the verse is talking about. And then the second one is 2 Peter 1, 3 and 5, which the gist of which is I've granted you these powers and I've given them for you to release them in my love and strength and power. And so that's why I was like, I'm connecting with Victor because he and I are both on the same page about superheroes, Christianity, and it's just really awesome. Yeah, no, we definitely are. We are called to be superheroes. I mean, where Jesus talks about how he is the light of the world, but then he says that we are the light of the world and we're not equal with Jesus by any stretch of the imagination in terms of in terms of being fully God and fully man or anything like that. But he gives us the power to change things through the Holy Spirit. And so we become those willing vessels. And that's how we're supposed to live in tune with what the Spirit is doing. And if he says to do something, then we're supposed to do it with full confidence, you know, and that power that comes from God through our will willingness has the power to save lives, to change lives, to combat evil, and to do all of those things. As long as we are, are willing and doing those things so that we're walking in step with the Spirit, then we have the opportunity to be superheroes and to save people in, in that way. That's exactly how it works. So one of the things I noticed that I really loved about listening to your podcast is that even though your superhero characters have these extra powers, and electricity is one of them, you, you've got, yeah. got to have that in there because it's you. And the Lord gave me a metaphor about electricity and toaster that's unplugged to the power source that it has, it's a paperweight. So electricity is one. But yet, there is such a humanity. It's almost like the superhero doesn't make you super confident or super, you know, whatever. There's still a vulnerability in your characters. They still struggle, you know, with self-esteem issues. And I think this is true of the body of Christ. I mean, on, on some level, people don't even realize they have the power to overcome things like they do in this world and that we really are superheroes. But on the other hand, even when you tap into it, it's a struggle, isn't it, to just constantly live out of that? It is, and yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So talk to me about those characters and how you write them to be vulnerable and what the point is of that. Oh, I just take them from my own insecurities. (laughs) (laughs) My own things that the Holy Spirit has been working on me with presently and in the past and certainly in in the future. No, I honestly, I do feel more confident confident walking in the spirit than when I feel like I'm not. Hopefully I'm, I'm more or less always walking in the spirit unless I'm in, intentionally sinning, which, you know, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't happen that often. But when part of it, I think, is that you know the power is not yours necessarily. Like, it's yours to hold, it's yours yeah. to use, but it doesn't come from you personally. Right. It's still the Lord. It still belongs to the Lord. You're the willing vessel. And so and, and so that's one thing. And also, you know, the fact that we constantly are second guessing ourselves. We're not all knowing. We don't see every facet like the Lord does. And so, and so that is part of where the lack of confidence comes from. And in the story, when the characters do get their powers, they are significantly transformed personality too. I think they do carry with them a, a certain measure of increased confidence and a, a solidified identity. Yeah. But there's two things that there's kind of a, a double-edged sword with that is being superhuman doesn't just make you more powerful. It also makes you more human. It just amplifies your humanity. And so yes. you have capacity to make greater mistakes. Kind of like when you're a Christian, people hold you to a higher standard because they expect you to be better you know and so when you fall that fall from grace is a little bit farther because nobody cares about a fry cook at mcdonald's having an affair but they really care about a pastor having right. an affair right. you know because right. to a higher standard and so as a superhero you have a farther fall to, to take if you, if you mess up and of course you're imbued with more responsibility so the stakes are higher if you fail but either way 
come into grips with your humanity and your capacity to fail because you will, it doesn't mean that you are a failure. Who you are in Christ is a new creation. You are more than an overcomer. So even if you fall, especially if you're walking with somebody else, they can help pick you back up. But so can the Holy Spirit help you pick yourself back up and try again. And when you walk in that, and it's not presenting 100% of the time, you have to consistently remind yourself. I have to, maybe not. Every, I have to consistently remind myself I am a friend of God. I am his child oh, yes. Yes, yes, and yes. stuff. And I have this calling. I have this ability. I have this opportunity to do this, this, or this. And when I remind myself of those things, then the lightning, I can tell it's more present, even though it probably never left. It's I'm more aware of it. And the Lord is always reminding me of that. And I'm sure as I get older and as I continually remind myself of those things. Yeah, it's a real clarification that a lot of people don't really understand. Like, who power belongs to the Lord, but our responsibility to steward that power is on us and to cooperate with God is to align with him. The transformation is slow and steady. It's a journey and it's not overnight. And so before we pop off the topic of voltage, what are some of those subtle messages that you're hoping that people are grabbing when they listen to this uh, audio drama? Yeah. So uh, one of them is definitely what I talked about before about superheroes uh, mirroring the church Christianity and because they have abilities, they have a higher responsibility. That's definitely one of them. Even just Lewis and the other characters' willingness to help people should be a hint that they're a little more selfless right. instead of self-serving. And that should hopefully be a mark of a Christian instead of just a mark of a worldly person. And the story is only about halfway through. It's finished in my hard drive, but it's not finished on the podcast at the time of this recording. So as you go along, you'll definitely find more similarities between Christianity and the story. One of them would definitely be the three friends have a fourth friend. Stan, and he's definitely taken on an offense, which is one of the most powerful things Satan can use to trap you and cause you to step away from the church and step away from the Lord. And Stan has taken on this offense in the story that eventually will turn him against his friends and in symbolically those things that he used to hold dear and believe in. Say offense, you're talking about an unforgiveness situation? Yes. Yeah, like something that happened to him. In the story, it's a little bit more stronger of a wrong than it would be to somebody else. But like, even people in the church, like they can get in defense because the person that's, that they sit next to in church didn't have them in the grocery store. Yes. You know, and they can take, it, it can be something simple like that or even something, you know, major like church got robbed or, you know, something like that. And it can be from, you know, zero to a hundred. But as I was writing this tweaking Stan's character, I realized how much he looked like a lot of friends and other people in the church that I knew and don't know anymore because they decided that they were done because of something that happened that they could have reconciled. Yes. And they could- What's interesting about that is I was re- reviewing a study that I included in the my first book, Clips at Moon Mountains, from the Barda Research Institute, uh, the question that they were really getting at in the assessment was, do Christians look more like Pharisees or do they more look more like Christ? But people didn't realize that that's what they were assessing, right? Oh, yeah. Measuring Christ-like attitudes and actions and Pharisaical-like attitudes and actions. So you just say, do, would you tend to behave like this or think like this in these certain circumstances? And then you you went wound up being categorized. categorized. Mm-hmm. What it came out with in that study was in 2011 or something like that. What it said then was that 76% of Americans reflect Pharisees more than Christ. 
right? That's unfortunate. Depending on the day I took the survey, I might have fallen into that category too. I don't know. But this quote that they had in the summary of that survey was, the people are likely to come to Christ because of the attitudes and behaviors of a Christian. And people are likely to not come to Christ because of the attitudes and behaviors of a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's unfortunate, and that was one of the whole reasons that I wanted this that I that I wrote this story, and the and one of the reasons for Lightning Bolts and Leather Jackets, the other podcast too. Being Mark Hall, the lead singer of Casting Grounds, uh, said I think it was in his book said non-believers can't hear the love of Christ over the clamor of his people, the nasty clamor yes. of his people. Oh, that's, yeah, 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 it's like ah, oh, that that really hurt when I read that, and I it's been one of my goals too. If anybody has been hurt or offended by the church, you know, if the church was in the right or the church is in the wrong to provide truth to that but also healing and releasing from that you know, i've been hurt my whole family has been hurt by the church my family and a, and a whole other family that were also pastors were kicked out of an entire town at one point because of something that the rest of the church had done and i could have let that turn me away from christ or at least from his people but i chose not to and because of that because i've been there but i didn't stay there why well, i feel like i can speak on on those things yeah so that's that's one of the symbolisms of, of voltage is is the character of of stan is the eventual transition into being the antagonist of the story yeah all right so anything else you want to share about voltage and share how people can listen to it at lightning bolts and leather jacket also yeah so besides me doing the voices uh i also do the music in there there are a couple sound effects that i've borrowed from free sound i think and a couple that i borrowed from the app of uh wavepad but everything is either tweaked and altered by me or created by me like music wise so so when one of the main characters of Voltage encounters what that book's version of Yahweh would be. It's one of my my favorite moments is when I worked on the music for the theme of the shopkeeper, which is who, who that person is, is mm-hmm. who God is in that book. I tried to make it intense mm-hmm. and kind of flowing and really kind of like gentle, but I also wanted to make it clear that this character had all authority in there too. And so I tried to put bells in there in the song, but I also put in an underscore of thunder and an electric guitar riff. And that's it's been really good. fun to like to yeah, do that. Yeah. And so, there, so if you listen for those things, there's a lot of different symbolisms in there between the the music and the characters and the story that everything is brought together but you can listen to it on pretty much any podcasting platform that i know i know it's on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify it's hosted by anchor it's all all over the place and it comes out every two weeks on friday mornings well i will put the link in for it in the bottom of this episode on my pattyej.podbean.com so anybody listening to this just pop onto that link Got to start from the beginning and listen all the way through. All right, let's switch gears and talk to me about lightning bolts and leather jackets. What made you want to do that one and how is that different? So lightning bolts and leather jackets was created during the pandemic, during the first year of the pandemic because we're in its second year now, unbelievably. It happened during time where everybody was really divisive, partially uh, politics-wise too, I think was was one of the things that that happened. But honestly, it was the murder of George Floyd Mm. that really sparked my desire to be heard. What happened to George Floyd was definitely murder. There was no, there's no question in my mind about the way that he died was wrong, but the way that people were divided over it was worse. Mm -hmm. It was brother against brother for real. And the church was divided against itself over it. My wife and I, we just decided to go to like, like a random small group thing at one point. And it was just a random church 
and I won't drop its name, but they decided to, to do a whole series on how the church had been complicit and needed to be held accountable for racism that happened like 300 years ago. And while from a certain standpoint, I could see how that would be necessary and you could even handle it tastefully, when I talked to them about it, because I engaged the leader in, in disagreement, and I could see that it came from a place of fear and an identity crisis. And again, his heart seemed to be in the right place, but I could tell that it, it was more motivated from fear because he didn't want to be canceled. I was sick of the, the canceling. I was sick of the fear of being canceled, but I was also sick of, of the actual canceling of people, you know, whether, again, whether they were right or wrong. Part of this whole thing about America is that it's a free speech country. Right. And so even if I disagree with you, I at least respect your right to say how you feel. But it doesn't mean that I want you to drown me out either because I'm mm -hmm. not going to drown you out. So this whole thing came about and I was seeing how divided the church was and how people were leaving the church over stupid disagreements and i had thought about doing this for a while and so i decided i'm going to talk about the truth about what christianity looks like when you're actually following the bible and if people have been hurt by the church here's the truth that they can take from it here is what you need to know has the church done stupid things absolutely i apologize on behalf of them here's what that means in relationship how you should live as a christ follower and how even though the church might suck sometimes it doesn't mean you should stay away from it or from jesus and that's what i tried to illustrate in my first few episodes and that's what i tried to illustrate since and I try to throw in some humor in there and I try to throw in some fun stories talk about a part uh, I'll talk about it at some point where I accidentally shaved off half my eyebrow I am not without faults or shortcomings or <laughs> you know or the ability to laugh at myself and, and take myself less seriously whether you are black white Asia doesn't matter you know whether you have a problem with racism or you have a problem with an election you have a problem with coronavirus or vaccinations or non-vaccinations or indoctrinations Jesus is real Jesus loves you he died and came back so he could have a relationship with you. And it's, if you make that your main focus, everything else will fall into place a little bit. And at, at least, at the very least, seem a little bit less serious because all the other things are about us, yeah. you know, not about God. And, yeah. and when you focus on his truth, then kind of unites us a little bit more than we well, than the we word does is. say, fix your eyes on Jesus. Whatever you fix your eyes on grows within you. So if you're fixing your eyes on the negativity, on the fear, on the division, on whatever the enemy scheme is at the moment, and you fix your eyes on it, it's going to grow within you. But if you fix your eyes on the truth of the, of the fact that the Lord is bigger and more powerful and that you have the bigger, more powerful one in your heart, the one in you is greater than the one in the world. And you can begin to reflect the Lord and his love in your circle of influence regardless of the crazy that's going on in the world yeah that's the love exactly like i said i want to make sure that i'm clear like i'm not saying like racism does not exist you know i'm not saying that that, that elections are completely perfect you know i'm not saying any of those things I, I know it's easy to be misinterpreted what i'm saying is that satan will use any opportunity he can whether whether the situation was was completely wrong or even just partially wrong he will use any opportunity he can to divide god's yes, people that's what he does you know, as if the world needs more of an excuse to be divided against Christians. Yes. And so what I have always wanted to try to communicate is that, is it, am I different from the world? Hopefully, you know, my hope is that you see that and you, and you want more of what I have because I've treated you the way that you would want to be treated and I've treated you the way that Jesus would have treated you. And you see that I have joy and that I have life eternal because I have a relationship with the father. Right. And that's why I live differently. Not because I believe differently than you about something that isn't going to last past this world. Yeah. Awesome. That's good. Thank you so much for spending time today. And that podcast, um, lightning bolts and leather jackets link will also be at the bottom of the patty site. So you can check out that one. So 
sometimes you are interviewing people because I know you've done an interview of me on there, but sometimes it's just you, right? Just talking. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Last year, this happened too, where I kind of had a string of interviews like all in a row and there was none for a good while. And then emailed me, I actually got two other emails. Mm-hmm. Um, as well so I, I got another string of interviews lined up um but then after that yeah most likely it'll just be me talking about different issues we thought we cover we cover racism we cover the election we cover questions that people have about christianity lies that people believe about christianity right um different problems in the church i talk about i talk about that time that my family got kicked out of the whole town <laughs> you know we talk we talk about all those different things and there's inter- intermingled with stuff that you didn't know was in the bible that or you at least you did but you hadn't thought about it right. you know too much like god making a poop joke you know or something like that you know or and there's also stuff in there about funny anecdotes from my life that i can laugh at myself like when i shaved off half of my eyebrow or funny things like oh toothpaste on my contact was awful oh but, no yeah but the serious episode in there and then i break it up with with funny things like that just kind of have a balance and yeah those yeah. come out every other tuesday okay Awesome. Well, thank you so much. God bless you with your two podcasts. May God multiply it. And uh, we just, we just praise God that you are such a young man with fire in your belly for the Lord and to replete release his love in your culture and circumstance. So thank you for being part of the show. Thank you for having me, Patty. I appreciate it. God bless you. God bless you. It was awesome getting to know Victor Sassano from Lightning Bolts and Leather Jackets and Voltage, the audio drama, but this is Experience Jesus. So we still have an encounter for you today. We're going to ask the Lord about how you are a superhero. If this is your first podcast experience with us, you may want to go back to the trailer episode and learn about the biblical foundation for dialogue journaling, our process for experiencing Jesus. This leads you through the first special place encounter with Jesus as a child. This is a starting point for all of our experiences with Jesus. For best results, it is always good to properly posture your heart for your experience by welcoming Jesus' presence with praise and thanksgiving and playing with him in a special place as a child for a few minutes before asking for anything from him. So I want you to see yourself as a child in your special place. Only this time, I want you to notice that you're wearing a superhero garment. Feel what it feels like to wear this outfit. And then Jesus comes up to you and shares with you the superpowers that he has given you. What are the powers that you have because you are his son or daughter? And which ones has he given you uniquely? Have fun with him as he shows you how he wants you to use these powers in the natural world to help the people that he's called you to help. Imagine yourself training with him, getting practice, stewarding these amazing powers, and the truth that he has called you to be bold and courageous as a superhero that he has created you to be. Have fun with this. Take all the time you need and capture your entire experience in your journal. I hope you enjoyed learning about how you're a superhero today. And I hope you will join us on this podcast adventure. Follow this podcast and forward it to others that you think may be blessed by it. And check out all the links below. They are designed to take you deeper. I thank God for you and bless you in Jesus' name.